Beaches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Aber with Environmental Defense Fund. And I'm Simone Laws with Restore or Retreat. And this is our last episode of September. Can you believe the fall is here, Do you Simone? Remember? <laughs> the 23rd day? 1st. Almost. Okay. 21st night of September. Okay. Shock. Okay. Sorry. I have to go back and listen to my uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I um, love them. I love that song. Uh, well, it doesn't feel like fall, but it is. My mom, my mom had the nerve today to say, oh, it feels uh, it feels better outside. I'm like, yeah, mom, it's 93 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's a dry heat. You have heat. a long sleeve shirt on, too. I do. I do. I know. I'm ready to bust ready out to move. the flannel. I'm ready to move you. on fall. Um, but you have been busy. I mean, you know. the. You, this, I feel like we open every segment like that with yeah. the you've been busy. I've, I'm busy, too. You, know? you are. I, just, I know you are. I'm not as. I'm more like. I kidnapped busy. you and made you go to Baton Rouge with yeah, me this exactly. week. <laughs> I know. You took me on your your uh, road trip uh, <laughs> around the coast. But yeah, so you Restore Retreat has had so much going on and even more coming up in October. Yeah, we do have a couple of things going on. And, and um, we have an annual meeting next week. This is kind of the one time a year we formally get together. And we are happy to have former Delta Dispatch's guest, uh, Dr. Jay Clune. Uh, president of Nickel State University. He's going to talk about all the very exciting coastal things that they have happening at the university. There's so much going on with Nichols. So I feel like every time I'm on Twitter, so I see you know some so new fun. announcement or new program yes. or initiative that's well, been launched. Jacques, they are closest to the coast, um, but no, they they have um, they signed an MOU with the CPRA to build a coastal center focused on Atchafalaya and Terrebonne Basin research. Uh, but there's also some other exciting initiatives like a coastal Technical Assistance Center. Um, they're going to build a small business incubator. They have a farm, an amazing farm out there. Um, and so they have so many fun, exciting things happening at Nichols. And so uh, we want him just to talk about the coastal aspect of it because there's some other things go- going on well with the university. They were named like a top regional university and some things like that. So, um, so he's going to focus in on coastal and we have avid listener chip klein is also going to be on hand um we say that he's like the number one non-nickels alum (laughs) that supports nickels um being closest to the coast. So we have that next week. And, and then that's at Nichols. It, mm-hmm. It's actually uh, in Homa. Okay. We like to rotate between Thibodeau and Homa to be fair um, at Ellendale Country Club. We kind of split the baby right there. Cool. And then we have a um, the very next day, Chip is going to be the guest speaker at the West Bank Business and Industry Association luncheon at the Casina. At Boomtown. At Boomtown. Okay, well, I'm going to try to make that one. Yes, yeah, he's going to be giving a, a broader coastal talk about um, some of the exciting announcements that they've been making all across the coast and talk about, you know, things like the master plan and, and some things like that. So that'll be here in town at Boomtown Casino on Thursday. Okay, yeah, well, a lot of uh, progress being made. Uh, you know, I've been just seeing, like, you know, videos of projects being built. We're going to talk a little bit about that in upcoming segments. Um, but yeah, no shortage of news. Nothing slowing down. Nope. And the following week after that, we do a fun thing um, with um, high school students where we bust them into the local technical college uh, and we um, showcase coastal careers for them. So they can uh, we have everybody from a journalist to a geologist um, so that kids from the different high schools can know that they like us, Jacques, mm-hmm. can have a career in coastal. Well, on that note, I was recently talking to high school students. You're like they're, you're like the number one alum. 
to go back and talk about, about his coastal that. careers. I don't know about that. Well, maybe on the coastal front. But um, but yeah, I went back to Jesuit to the uh, environmental science class. Go Blue class. Jays. Exactly. Go Blue Jays. Um, uh, Miss Harper's. What's that? That's not real tough sounding. We were terriers, so I should not be. Are vicious birds though? Like they are fighter birds. So drawing back on that Audubon (laughs) part of you. Yeah, exactly. We were terriers, not vicious in any kind of way. But um, but no, I went to the environmental science class. uh, You know, was able to talk about different coastal issues, but also really highlight coastal careers. And I did show um, the coastal careers videos that you know we fun. worked on. Yes. They got to hear from that are in the Center um, for River Studies. Exactly That's fun. from an engineer, from a, a someone who does construction, from uh, a scientist, and they got to hear from Simone <gasps> Malaz uh. about what it's like to do kind of the outreach policy side of all of this. The and made so, up part of it. Yeah, there were a lot of great questions, and um, that's good. I was going to ask you that if if the kids seemed to respond, if you got a good response, they did. I mean, I, I brought our 360 videos. Oh, those the, are always you fun. know um, virtual day in the Delta, which they loved. So I think the 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 360 video was a huge hit. Um, I actually got some really good questions from some of the students. They grilled um, you a little. Uh, yeah, who have you know familiarity with Plaquemines Parish and um, were asking about diversions and stuff. So yeah, you know, I'm sure I was those, just impressed. Those kids hunt and fish grade, and yeah. stuff, just like mm-hmm. every other high school kid in Louisiana. Yeah, and uh, another Jesuit student was at the CPRA board meeting I heard recently. That. <laughs> I heard that. We should get him on the show. We I know. I, th- I think I'm, I'm working my, my contacts mm. to see if we can have him on. I hear he's very opinionated and has a lot of good ideas. Excellent. So I uh, would love to, you know, hear what the youth are thinking about all of this. And all kidding aside, we, we need to kind of create that pipeline, mm-hmm. right? For, for people to uh, want to do what we do. Yeah, it's so. great. And we've we've had folks from Nunez and Fletcher yeah. on um, who've talked about kind of building that coastal workforce and the programs that they have. Um, so it'd be good to check back with them. But then, of course, like at the university level, um, you know, and across the board, you know, just so many different opportunities and so many people connected to this because obviously the coast connects to so many people in, in a variety yeah. of different ways. It's cool to let people know that if they're passionate about something, they can actually find a, mm-hmm. you know, have a living doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's nice to talk to the kids about that. I don't know if you've seen, but um, our friends at Marsh Dog are just ah, all they're killing over it. <laughs> the news. There is a USA Today feature. There that. was Did uh, you see that Fox they, News. There all- was um, a big hullabaloo about Nutria in California. Did well, you see that? It's so interesting. I shared it. I have some colleagues at Environmental Defense Fund that actually mm. work out in California on water issues. Like um, $10 million to find out how they got there yeah. and that kind of stuff. Well, and they're kind of to take a DNA test. They're, no <laughs> I'm not they're dealing with those issues. And so I'm like, yeah, well, you know, we're connected by the uh, the Nutria. So I saw Marsh Talk had a funny response. They're like, because um, maybe CNN tweeted it. And they're like, uh, it's not a rat. It's not a rodent. Yeah. Not a rat. Well, I will say that, you know, Winnie is well into her blueberry um, Marsh Dog Nutria treats. <laughs> she loves them. Um I, Princess they Winnie. smell actually really good. They smell like blueberries. Oh, no. Um, I know you like blueberries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you just ruined blueberries for me by talking about it. <laughs> so just remember, you can go to your local Jefferson feed and, and pick up some marsh dog treats and um, support, you know, the coast and uh, help with that invasive species. Well, look, there, we got a lot more stuff going on. October is a crazy yeah. busy month. Yeah. It We're- starts just next week. And so our next guest is going to talk about a few things that she has coming up in October and beyond. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, You know, we're going to be sponsoring the New Orleans Film Festival again. Oh, we Um, need to have them back on the show. Yeah, so we're going to have some filmmakers who've been working on a series of short documentaries that are actually, they've 
shown them in a few places, but they're going to kind of roll them out um, at the film festival this year um, called La- um, Last Call for the Bayou. It's real tough for you to have to go to the film festival, know. huh? You know, I, it's great, but we're going to have our 360 real video there again. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, it features some from the, the, the documentaries feature some familiar faces and some former guests, ah, Alex Kolker, yes. Ben Depp. Um, so Alex was so tired of coming on the show. He went to Morocco. <laughs> He's like, I need to get out of here before they ask me. To be we back need to, on the we show. need to send signals out to him. Maybe he's still listening to Delta dispatches on that side. Well, of the world. he is tweeting about coastal issues mm-hmm. just from Morocco. Mm-hmm. So it's been uh, fascinating to follow him. I but agree. anyway, we have so much to talk about on today's show. We're going to do a deep dive into Jefferson Parish, mm-hmm. which I am very excited. There's about. a lot to dive into. Um, yeah. So we will be right back with former guest Lauren Avril to hear the latest and greatest on all things coastal that's going on in Jefferson Parish. Um, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. As a reminder, you can always go online and catch up on prior episodes. Subscribe, rate us, share us with your friends, give us feedback. Um, I actually met someone recently who... A fan? Who, Yeah, another fan who said, hey, I, I know you from Delta Dispatches. It's always <gasps> nice to hear that. So the, the, the 10 people that uh, can say that. So we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org slash Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org slash Louisiana. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I am Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And I'm Simone Laws with Restore or Retreat. And it is time for the Coastal Voice of the Week. As a reminder, you can go online at any time to restorethecoast.org and share 
why Louisiana's coast is important to you, why it's worth defending, restoring, protecting, all of those things. Um, And this week's Coastal Voice is from Elizabeth in Metairie. Elizabeth says, I support this cause because I would like for generations after me to be able to enjoy all that Louisiana has to offer. This will not happen if we do not find some way to preserve our coast. Um, I couldn't agree more with Elizabeth, and and it's very appropriate that Elizabeth is from Metairie. From Metairie. From Metairie, yes. We are happy to have our next guest on the show, back on the show, Jefferson Parish's Coastal Zone Coastal Management Director. Let's yes. get that right. Yes, because y'all all have different titles in different parishes. Very <laughs> but Lauren Avril is the director. So welcome back to the show, Lauren. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So we did have you on before. We were talking about that during the break, but it's been a while. So why don't you remind the folks um, about your role at Jefferson Parish? So Jefferson Parish's Coastal Management. Wait, sorry. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Ole Miss. No, and high school. And Mount Carmel Academy. Okay, okay so <laughs> since we're doing the high school game, were you a Pink Panther? Were you a ragdoll? I was a butterfly. A butterfly. Oh. See, I didn't have any butterflies in my family. I had a ragdoll and a Pink Panther. What's but the fourth? Is there a fourth? No, that rotates. On the what three the, rotate. The, the freshman mm. ch- decides on. Okay. Go, go Cubs. Go Cubs. Very, <laughs> very intimidating. Little tiny. Thing. I didn't mean to out you about the Ole Miss part. I knew about that, and I just left that no part worries, out. But no worries. No worries at all. <laughs> and like we, I, I was saying earlier, I'll, I'll be out there um, like Jacques. Um, uh, Mount Carmel now has an intro to engineering class. Oh, It's their fun. first time doing that, and they've asked me to come speak. So you know I'm going to throw in some coastal beyond nice. just being an engineer. That's nice. so cool. Because you see, are a PE. I'm a PE, correct. Yes. To see the high schools, I mean, are really, you know, it's amazing seeing the opportunity yeah, that I exists. Agree. I mean, mm-hmm. we just had math. Right. Yeah, you had an environmental have... science class? I don't remember having environmental science, so that could, may have been added, or maybe I accidentally took physics by mistake. <laughs> like, I really did not like I physics. I definitely didn't mean Sorry to, to that. the engineer in the room, but uh, <laughs> there's a reason why I do communication. I have a minor in environmental science, so it's all good. <laughs> okay, back to business. Lauren, yes. remind folks about your role at Jefferson Parish. So Jefferson Parish, um, which is the most populated coastal parish in the state of Louisiana, the coastal department was created less than three, about three years ago. And um, our mission is to manage um, the funding and the coastal projects within our parish, which lucky enough, we have quite uh, quite a few of them. Um, we also are, handle permitting for the, the parish, and we help our residents walk through the coastal permitting process with the state and the Corps. And, um, and then our third um, mission is this outreach and education, which we've really been um, blowing and going with this year and um, trying to um, relay and explain and expose our residents to how important coastal restoration is. And Lauren, on that note, I mean, when you think about Jefferson Parish, it is massive and it's it so is. different depending on where you are. I mean, you could be in Metairie and Bucktown or then all the way down in Grand Isle and then there's everything in between, right? So what is it like to work on or in a parish that is so big, but also so varied. It's very diverse. Um, and the majority of our parish, like 99% of our parish is behind our flood walls and levees. And so um, our coastal communities and whatnot are the ones that see the coastal loss. They see it with their industries and the fisheries and whatnot, but they that's their backyard. The majority of our residents are not that's not their backyard. So yeah, one it's of almost the, urban, right? It's, it's urban, and 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 base, and unfortunately, our shoreline and Lake Pontchartrain is a pretty sterile shoreline. I mean, it, it, important to have our levees, but its levees are foreshore rocks and the lake, and so it's not interactive, and so um, that 
is we're trying to change that. We're trying to change that connection. But like you said, you you go from the Pontchartrain Basin and the Pontchartrain Estuary. Mm-hmm. We learned um, something last week, yes. To th- over, I mean, the Mississippi River cuts our parish in half. And then we go into the Barataria Basin and Grand Isle. And we basically have the Gulf of Mexico at both edges. Um, so depending on the storm's direction, it can attack uh, Jefferson Parish in either way. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, that's really important to think of. I know that your coastal program goes back to the 80s and things like that, but it's crazy to think about how diverse that is. And when it comes to projects and planning projects and even educating councilmen and council, council persons, right, that yes. vary, right, that there's a lot going on. Um, we, we did make an attempt last year at a Coastal 101. Yes. And we're, we want to talk about your your next iteration of that. But that is part of this outreach and engagement program that y'all are working on. Correct. That was our first foray into the outreach as far as our new initiative. And so that was last fall. We did that on the East Bank. And then this, um, let's see, October 10th, so that's two weeks from now, um, we will have the Coast 101 on the West Bank. And we'll be having that at JEDCO on the 10th from 4 to 8. And um, we're real excited about that and trying to get our folks on the West Bay. Yeah, and we engaged. wanted to get in, we want to get in the weeds sure. of that, and but we want to cover a couple of other things th- so people get a real strong understanding about how much you have to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it may not feel like it by any means, but Christmas is right around the corner. I'm just going to put it out there, which also means the Christmas tree recycling program is going to be um, at the top of people's minds. And you all had an amazing piece in national news, I think NBC, that featured the coastal. Uh, the Christmas tree recycling program that Jefferson's doing. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, they came out uh, two two uh, projects ago for um, NBC Nightly News, and they came out and um, they did video and explained the project. And it's a this we're really excited because this Christmas season it's our thirtieth Christmas tree recycling project. Wow! Um, and it's gone through variations and sizes of that project, but. Um, this year we're trying to make it kind of its 30th anniversary of our coastal program. And so we are going to do a fest, a a little festival in association with the program, with the project this year. And so we'll, we'll have music and, um, vendors and whatnot, but really celebrating the 30 years of of working on this project, which is, it, it's a really amazing, we engage Jefferson Parish from our recs department. Um, other, other parishes have done it or do it and they, and they do it for marsh and, and training and whatnot or Says that as well, but this—I mean—we have our folks out there for weeks in advance, and our parks folks, streets folks, rec, uh, our recreation environmental—we get all of our folks out there that really help and make it possible. And last year we had a, a fish fry, and we had over a hundred volunteers. We had over twenty-five boats out there helping bring our, our Christmas trees. But it acts as a shoreline protection, slows the wave, um, the wave action on the shoreline behind it, and has actually saved over twenty acres of marsh over the past like eighteen years. That's incredible. But it's a way that you can connect some of that urban to the coastal, right? I mean, like whether you live in in Old Metairie or whatever, but, you know, that it's hard to get people to engage and understand how they can contribute. Um, This is one real kind of visceral way that they can do it. So that's that's. 
great that y'all have such a strong program and it keeps going on. We're excited about it for sure. So you're in between kitty visits, I hear, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> so so we started at, a, um, we've really been digging into the um, coastal education this summer, reaching out to not only Sea Grant and the Center for River Studies when we met with them this summer, but also the Jefferson Pierce School System um, and their science curriculum and their strategists on on the importance of coastal education, and we've been real excited by the response. They're very interested in the coastal edge aspect of. Um, so basically, we have two phased approach. One being, let's get into the classrooms and let's get kids out into the marsh. And so um, on Monday, and we're working with um, Councilwoman Cynthia Lee Shang, she passed a resolution in May that basically said, we need to link our government and our government departments and jobs and things with the STEM students. So they get an understanding of um, different things that you can do within the parish. Um, so Monday was our first field trip. They, we had 20 kids that came out and this was our East Bank field trip. And we took them out to see Yankee Pond. They were actually finishing construction on that two-year core mitigation project, and we were able to have them get out and stand on the new land, which was really, timing of that was great. And then um, took them down to a, 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 in the Jean Lafitte National Park where they did some backfilling, and they just loved being on the boats. And I can say that no one fell in the water. <laughs> no one got bit? No one bit, bit by an alligator. <laughs> and no one dropped their phone in the water. Oh. Well, that, that's pretty incredible. I wish I had those experiences yeah. when I was a you kid. You lose sunglasses. Oh, oh I thought you exactly. meant. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, but um, what an incredible way to kind of showcase the opportunities that exist for the future generations and really connect them to the environment. So um, we are up against a break. But we have so much more to talk um, to Lauren with, if you don't mind hanging on for a few more segments. Sure. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. We'll be right back after the break. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And I'm Samoma Laws with Restore or Retreat. And we're back with Lauren Avril um, with Jefferson Parish. Um, Lauren, we were talking about um, education and kind of the work that you've been doing and others to um, bring coastal issues to our schools and our youth. Um, well, we were also talking about the New Orleans Film Festival earlier and the opportunity that exists for documentaries um, and film to really reach people with these issues. So I know you've been doing a lot of work to help make that content more accessible. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, we also started our Coastal Library Initiative um, just, let's see, we did it in August was our first month. And what we did was we combined a bunch of coastal materials from everything from Where the Crawdad Sings to The Awakening by Kate Chopin and different coastal books. And and But we expanded to the media. And, and I said, well, wait, we need to make sure we're including a lot of those documentaries from the film festival years ago. 
but none of them were something that we could access and have as something could rent, someone could check it out at the library. So we downloaded them, created covers, and now we have those documentaries, those coastal documentaries in the Jefferson Parish Library system so that kids, that and, and maybe they don't use the internet that much, but it's, it's a way for people to um, access that coastal information. And so we set up a special table, and this was at the Lakeshore Library. We just took it down. It'd been there for over a month. And given that we we're having Coast 101 on the West Bank this year, um, next next two weeks, we're going to be setting it up at the West Wego Library. So um, with our, it's got a coastal sign, but it's just a way. It's got kid books, all kinds of resources, but it's a fun way for kids in the library to spe- specifically to coastal restoration. That, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. there's so much great content that's produced, and you know, um, so many stories that you know. Sometimes the biggest challenge is actually like finding them or kind of remembering where they are or having people have them accessible. So that's awesome that y'all did that. Yeah, we did a big library project with CPRA a couple of years ago yeah. where we put the master, master plan, plan in every library. And we, first of all, the library system was amazing. It was totally amazing. The state library system and the head librarian, she was really great to work with. But we learned so much about how much people still use the library and that you think it's kind of this lost thing and it's not. That there are still people waiting for computers mm-hmm. because they don't have internet access the media that people check out is so much more. It's DVDs, it's CDs, Absolutely. it's so much more now. And um, so I think that's really great that y'all did that. Um, and, and we would love to continue working on things like that too. So um, we're always C- willing to partner. Yeah. So we put the master plan in every single library and I know CPRA was doing a little road show with their they master weren't. plan work too. So, but I love this idea as well. So congrats to you Thank on you. that. Um, so also you have some big, we were talking about during the break, you have some big things going on in Bucktown. Yes, we do. We, um, we had our groundbreaking about two weeks ago for the Bucktown educational boardwalk. And that's a project. It's about a a thousand, thousand feet and it's going around the existing, um, uh, board, the existing marsh that we have there, which is really neat because that marsh used to be in brackish and now it's transitioning to freshwater marsh, um, due to Mr. Goat closing and whatnot. But, um, so we've got that and we're real excited. It should be completed by March 1st and that will be a resource and a class, an outdoor classroom. We work with Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. I know y'all had Christy Shout out Christy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah to, Another PE by the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, we are going to be having, they helped us with all of the displays. Oh, nice. So there's a lot of educational displays that will be all, all around the boardwalk. And once again, we're trying to get, get that immersive exp- experience to get them out in and around the coast. Um, and then we also received a big grant last fall to help. It was a um, half a million dollar grant from the NIFWIF, um, their resiliency competition. And what that is, is it's, they, it will be, Design, that we're doing a feasibility and design to build marsh between um, Bucktown and Bonneville Boat Launch. And so that's about a mile long, and we're looking at possibly doing that. And it adds, there's so many, it's going to be a um, Bucktown Living Shoreline. So what we're doing is, is instead of just having that rock edge to the levee, we're bringing that rock out, and we're going to be having a marsh component and some, um, some tidal creeks and whatnot, and that'll work as a way for recreation so you can, people can kayak through there. We've um, even talked to kiteboarders. They're pretty excited about what's going on because in addition to all of that, the Bucktown area is going to be um, that's on the flood side. They're going to, they're developing a, a master plan was created and they're in the process of working on a landscaping plan for the whole wreck use of that land. Neat. And then of course um, it, they're hoping to, it to be a uh, hand paddling hub. So 
uh, paddle boarding, kayaking, um, canoe, and if you're strong enough, bring out your pirogue, and um, all for that area. But of course, it brings into the water quality and more habitat and overall accessibility of that marsh. And hopefully, if people love kayaking in the marsh and once it's built um, and once we have that designed and constructed, they'll want to go down to Lafitte and Grand Isle to do some Yeah, kayaking. I mean, that's so great because you really bring it to kind of the population center there and you kind of make it accessible. And not people can't always go, you know, to Jean Lafitte, as beautiful as it is, but it'll be right there in their backyard. And then hopefully that'll make them more inclined to, you know, visit some of these other coastal areas and get involved. That's what we're shooting for. Oh, so cool. Yes, indeed. So you were part, when we had you on uh, last summer, uh, we talked about your role as a board member um, of a certain national organization. So why don't you talk about ASBPA, your role there, and then you are an award winner. The the parish, the state, are definitely (laughs) award winners with ASBPA this year. That's the... For those that don't know, it's the American Shore and Beach Preservation Association. And um, two years ago, we created a um, the Gulf Central chapter of the ASBPA. They always had a Texas chapter in Florida and California, and it's a large national organization that oftentimes gets ties into being a, a beach organization. And as you know, within Louisiana, we have, we have beach, we have barrier islands, um, but we're a lot more shoreline than we are beach. And so um, they have recently created a um, shore, a best restored shoreline program. And that um, has been awarded for the Bayou DuPont project. And um, that is a major project in the middle of our Barataria Basin, over a thousand acres, over 121, over 200, for $123 million project. Um, and that's a, we're real excited about being recognized for that um, because it's an innovative project. It had synergy with ex- multiple different federal agencies. So it was the QIPA program, multiple projects with that. We had the, it was the use the pipeline sediment right, right. that piped over 11 um, million cubic yards for that, all of those projects. And, um, and hope we're hoping and, and planning on extending farther fr- from the middle of the basin, farther west with some projects with um, more equipper projects with Northwest Turtle Bay. And it was really cool because it was we you had some infrastructure challenges when you first tried to do that. You had to go under a road and, and some things like that. But the the idea was to build that infrastructure first and then you could always tap into that not have to keep redoing that over and over again so it seemed kind of novel at the time but it's it's really just kind of common sense yes and that mississippi river sediment is the best sediment to be building these projects we call um one of uh, one of my coastal friend coastal uh, colleagues and friends um albertine mm-hmm. kimball she always says that it's miracle grow because <laughs> it's already got the nutrients in it and it's got all the seeds in it and once you pump that it just it starts growing immediately and so that's bayou dupont it's um, a beautiful shoreline project um, and then we also received from ASBPA the um, one of the best beaches. They gave out four well, of the I'm best beaches. Well, they created beaches. this for us. <laughs> yes. yes. And um, that project is for the Caminata Headland Project, which is one of the largest, the largest ec- ecological project that the state has um, endeavored in. And that goes from Port Fouchon all the way to Elmer's. So Jefferson's piece in that is a little bit smaller because it's the Elmer's Island. Um, but you refuge. can still claim it. But we still yeah. claim it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is so. Congratulations, first of all. And it's, then secondly, excited. it's awesome to see. I mean, we know that Louisiana is really leading in a lot of these areas in terms of building these projects. And so it's great to see that recognition for that work. Speaking of projects, another one just kind of kicked off. I've seen some videos on social media. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at Queen Bess. 
Queen Bess is a really fun project because it was the back um, when the pelicans were extinct from Louisiana. Um, they used that as the um, home base for starting the pe- the pelican population again. They brought in some fledging fledgling pelicans from Florida, and from there, that is the base of where our, all the brown pelicans that you see in the state are. Um, they've come back, so they were removed from the um, endangered list for the state of Louisiana. We rewarded them with a little bit of oil, but um, this project itself is res- because of the oiling. Mm-hmm. It is receiving money. There's 20 million right now, I think, um, being spent with the for the construction, and they are mobilizing right now to restore that um, that bird habitat. So it's a really that was kind great of a project. trick question because Jacques loves Queen Bess. So yeah, well we've had um, you know Dr. Eric Johnson with Audubon Louisiana on the show before, and he's just talked about how critical you know, queen basses for brown pelicans and other and other birds as well. Um, and so it'll be exciting to see that project as it, it continues to, to, to be restored. But then, of course, when they're done and the pelicans come back and, you know, what that looks like that first nesting season, I'm sure it'll be incredible. Don't bow down. We're real excited about that project. Awesome. Well, we have one more segment um, with Lauren Avril. We haven't asked a fun question yet, so we're going to have to do that in our or last Coastal segment. Or Coastal Stat, too. Well, we have a lot to get to. So um, stick with us. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. the I-10 this afternoon, headed westbound, a bit patchy initially from Carrollton through the Parish Line. It tightens up around Bonneville, solid from there to the power exit ramp. Your inbound delay slowing from Williams up to Veterans. And over on the uh, West Bank-bound Crescent City Connection, you've still got a breakdown being reported at the main span of the bridge. Watch for that blocking the uh, left lane of the roadway. You've got heavy traffic stretching all the way back through West End as a result. If you're heading through the CBD right now, slowing both directions between North Claiborne and the Superdome, while the I-610 headed eastbound. Some solid delay there from St. Bernard now to the merge. I-10 eastbound to the high rise, steady just inside of Elysian Fields. The east bankbound Crescent City Connection, meanwhile, only light traffic there inside of General de Gaulle. An accident being reported out along Highway 90 eastbound around La Palco Boulevard. Watch for about a mile of delay in both directions. Over the lake, the causeway and the twin span are both moving well to the north shore. I'm Anthony Robinson for WGSO 990 AM. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org Louisiana. Restore or Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, 
Facebook and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. LA. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. My colleague Simone Malaz had to duck out. She had an important uh, flag football game to get to, which I understand. Go, Ben. Um, but I'm so excited to still have on the show with us Lauren Averill, Jefferson Parish's Coastal um, Director, Coastal Management Director. Um, and Lauren, um, I want to get to the fun question, but first, it's the Coastal Stat of the Week. And this week's Coastal Stat goes out to Jefferson Parish, which is the state's second most populous parish. Um, and, you know, with master plan projects in place, land loss in Jefferson Parish can be reduced by fix- 56% over the next 50 years. So another reminder of why coastal restoration is so important um, across the board, not just in Jefferson. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things we've been telling the kids and what we're, with the outreach is that how important that coast is. If everybody's used to the, the flood walls and levees, that's important. But they were not designed to be on the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so we need that buffer. And um, so we're excited about the, all those state projects and the, um, the federal projects that we have. And we've got, got a, quite a few of them. So yeah. And we were talk- talking on that before the break. Um you know, uh, you were mentioning Queen Bess, you were mentioning, um, you know, obviously the projects that have been completed that you've been awarded for, you've been mentioning what's going on at Bucktown. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, Northwest Turtle Bay. You mentioned it, but you didn't kind of get into the details. Yes, Northwest Turtle Bay is a Quipper project um, that is, that Fish and Wildlife Service has been ma- working with the CPRA on. And that project is has our, began construction this summer. And so that is a project west of the Bear Terry Waterway. Um, obviously, it's on Turtle Bay. And it's a it's an area of concern for the parish. And we're excited about that project moving forward. And even better, I heard that we, cost-wise, we're going to be building more acres than they originally thought. So more acres, the better. And um, we're, they're doing, the Quipra has chosen that project um, in, in construction as their um Quipra celebration, and so we will be going out next Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, the 9th. We're going out the 9th and um, taking some folks out, taking some Quipra folks out and, and going to see the project while it's being constructed. So we're excited about that one. That There's a lot going on in Jefferson Parish. Yeah, we've got Northeast Turtle Bay that's almost finished design oh, okay. and Northeast Turtle Bay extension that's in phase zero. So that's all in that one area, which one, like we said, is a pretty crucial area, that middle Barataria area mm-hmm. um, buffer that protects Lafitte, protects the um, north of the residents north of there. Well, it's so cool um, to see all that and to see the progress and, you know, things being kind of quickly implemented and, and put on the landscape. So, um, you know, getting back to kind of some of the volunteer outreach education efforts and the ways that you all support um, that um, you you have a, nur- a nursery, right? And we are now in the nursery business. <laughs> um, we determined we're always looking for new opportunities for volunteers and to get, you know, kids and parents involved. And um, with Jefferson Parish the parks department has this, this greenhouse. And so we have been since January, we had our first um 
we had our first planting of cypress saplings. And we now have about 1,800 cypress, whether it's saplings, seedlings, or um, pretty much close small trees that we've been working on and trying to work out the kinks. And we're partnered with Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. And then they've been great to come out of their basin and into our that, that our um, Barataria Basin to help walk us through the um, Cypress Tree um, Project. And I've got my... my um, my, my permit specialist, Jason, he's taken this under his um, his wing, and they're out there on weekends, he and his wife, Michelle, and they are, have been spent so much time, it's their baby. So we're really excited, and I, we will be having some future events to plant them um, in the near future. That's so cool. So, And you involve the kids by bringing them in and l- having them learn about the process. And, and why the cypress trees are important mm-hmm. to the marsh, and it's, it's just another op- another opportunity for the, us to have some volunteers and some kids That's learning so about cool. the coast. And then maybe getting them involved in the planting exactly oh cool um well i want to talk a little bit about the coastal 101 in greater detail because that's a a huge opportunity for people to get involved to to become aware of all this amazing work across so many levels that you're doing and your team at jefferson parish are doing um and to just to just get involved so tell us again um when is the coastal 101 so it this this year's coastal 101 is on the west bank and it's thursday october october 10th from four to seven at the jedco conference center um we are partnering with mrd we've been working with simone and and um manda with nwf we also this year instead of just having our our coastal uh, partners we're also working with our flood authorities because really it's that it's that overall protection um, that protects our Jefferson Parish and greater New Orleans area uh, citizens and so we will be having um, it's going to be really fun we're going to have some airboats our sheriff's boats are going to be out there bulldozers dump trucks pirogues and um, so it'll be interactive with um, kids we're going to have free food. And so the beginning of it's going to be more interactive walking around. And then we'll be having some panels. First panel will be, be our coastal panel with CPRA, um, myself working with, um, and, and we will be having questions talking about different projects. Um, and then our second panel will be a more flood authority related, dealing with um, a different project they're working on. And so um, so it's a little bit different format than last year. And um, we're gonna have folks tabling. So National Park Service with Jean Lafitte will be there. Um, we're gonna have about 20 different organizations. We're expecting some elected officials to, to be there as well as um, are not NGO um, partners, um, Bitnap, Lake Pontchartrain Basin. So we're, we're it's a really great event. Um, I know Terrebonne does a really great one, and so we t- take from theirs and trying to do it for Jefferson. And um, just it's it's a it's a way for our residents to get a feel of what it takes. Just get a it's when I say 101, that's that's because we want them to just. Be, feel free to ask questions and learn at whatever level they want to learn mm-hmm. on the projects that we have going on. I mean, and there's so much going on and, you know, you see these things, maybe it's a volunteer event, maybe it's kind of news about a project that, you know, you're like, oh, how do I just even start to get involved? And that's a question we get all the time, you know, when we're talking to people about, you know, land loss and restoration. They're like, well, what can I do? What can I do to get involved? So this seems like just, it doesn't matter where you are and you're in that space. You know, if you have heard a little bit about the coast, if you are an avid, you know, coastal ecologist who is out there planting at every volunteer opportunity. I mean, this seems like a great opportunity to come and learn about 
ways to get more involved. Yes, it'll have you'll have your coastal regulars that we mm-hmm. see at all the meetings just because it's a celebration of Jefferson and trying to get our folks involved. You'll have people we want everyone to feel like they can come and learn more about the coast and ask the questions that they might have so that when they hear things on the news, they have a little bit better understanding and they can maybe place what these projects are. And um, so everyone's feel, feel free to come out. We've got, there's a Facebook um, invitation that's out there, if Jefferson Parish Facebook page that you can find in RSVP if you're interested and you're going to be able to come. And um, and also we have information about it on our Jefferson Parish website, which is jeffparish.net. Just go to the departments and you can go to our coastal department and all of the information is there. And we'll have information, of course, about our Christmas tree project. It's all on, on our coastal department website. And that's, I mean, to stay involved or stay informed about what's going on in Jefferson Parish and the coastal department, you can always go to that website. Absolutely. Right? We try to keep it up to date. Great. Um, well, Lauren... I- I can't believe we've made it to the end of the show and I have not asked a fun question yet. So do we have time? We do have time. Um, your fun question is going to be, <clears throat> I don't want to get you in trouble. Okay. So I hope Uh-oh. this is okay, but uh, I'm going to broaden it. What is your favorite Jefferson Parish restaurant? Wow. Let's see. I have a There's couple so of, many. I have a couple of go-tos, but I have to say I like um, Mr. Ed's Oyster um, Oyster Bar, yeah, right there on Causeway. They always have such great um, food and lunch specials and whatnot. That's a that's a favorite. Um, I just I, I'm uh, constantly amazed with I mean just Jefferson Parish culinary you know tour. You know you go to Bucktown, you get something. You go to Fat City, you get something different. You know just of course on the West Bank, uh, just a lot of the amazing kind of Asian and even the... Uh, that Kano, Kano, I love c- seafood, but Kano uh, Sushi in Fat City is great too. Oh yeah, and I've been going to the weekends, they have the um, kind of Latin American market. I don't know if you've gone. It's like open air food from all over Central America, Caribbean, it's delicious. So it's so cool. I mean, we're talking about the variety of uh, of coastal habitats in, in Jefferson Parish, but the variety of cuisine. I want to see someone do a story on that. It's extensive. I mean, if you're in Lafitte, um, we had Volioses who came out. I think they won some big award for the tomato, one of the festivals mm-hmm. um, down, bought, you know, pretty far down in Lafitte. They won, they came out and did our cooking for the uh, Christmas tree project um, all the way to, you know, what we got out in, Fe- in Bucktown. And then so. Grand Isle, you got a whole no- another slit. Absolutely. So. Well, Lauren, um, always a pleasure to have you on. You're always welcome to come back and Thanks congratulations so again on the awards, but also all the progress and work that's being done. Um, hats off to you. It's been another great show. Listen next week on Delta Dispatches. Mm-hmm.